What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't sharp about guitar. If you love all things guitar, then you're in the right place and be sure to go and check out Axes and Blades for even more guitar content. Now, the focus of Axes and Blades and quite often on this podcast is, sure, everything guitar and guitar music related, but in particular, focusing on unique builds, some stuff that you may not have seen or could have even overlooked in the guitar world, and often the stories and the people behind the unique instruments and amazing innovations out there. Like I say, especially those that might not get covered elsewhere in all the kind of wealth of guitar content we're lucky to have entertain us these days. In that spirit, I want to just point out a couple of cool features that I think are really interesting to know about and give a flavor of the depth and breadth of variation out there in the world of luthier guitars, boutique guitars, unique guitars, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call them. Uh, so sometimes it's cool to go on a bit more of a deep dive um, or a bit of an introductory episodes like I do with the get to know episodes where I kind of go through everything to give you an introduction to a luthier and their work. But sometimes I think it's cool just to point out a couple of features or things from a individual builder and individual guitar itself because sometimes rather than just an overview i think that can give quite a cool flavor of just what's out there in the guitar world so today i want to point out a couple of really cool features that are out there from a guitar builder who i am sure will do a more in-depth get to know episode on in the future um, and talk about a lot of other things about this luthier but today i just want to point out a couple of really interesting totally unique out there features they have in their guitars and uh, there's definitely a lot more to talk about in another episode because all of their builds um are unique one-off custom guitars and a lot of the time there's nothing else like it even in the world this is not someone building strats and tellies or whatever this is this is out there stuff um in a, in, a, in a whole bunch of ways in terms of feature sets and in terms of aesthetics and all that stuff so i want to just point out so that i don't go on for hours and hours today a couple of their features which i just think are super super cool so i'm talking about the guitar builder leo los benato leo los benato who is based in berlin in germany and has been building instruments since he was 16 years old he builds like i say really want of custom amazing guitars there's some interesting steampunk designs and and uh very interesting body shapes and ergonomics and things on the body things inlaid into the body especially in those kind of steampunk designs um kind of futurism elements in there as well i feel like in some of the aesthetics which is really really cool and definitely very detail-oriented, very much oriented towards unique aesthetics, and a lot of classic wood combinations in there as well, but all with the highest quality wood from properly certified environmentally friendly sources as well. That's a, an important thing for sure. We've talked about sustainability and guitarists being more environmentally aware and friendly a bunch of times on here because it's a big thing in the Luthier community. And Leo Los Bernardo definitely does that as well with Los Bernardo guitars. He also, if you're interested in guitar building yourself and guitar modding yourself, has some great books on guitar and bass design and on guitar and bass building he's got two books one focused on design one on building um the the building one's called guitar 
and base making and marketing, I believe is what it was called. Um, yes, I think that's what it is. Electric guitar and bass making and marketing. Great if you're getting into that. You know, if you've maybe done some kit builds and you want to step up uh, to the next step, um, really step by step on all the essential elements you need to get you started on putting together your own builds and then you know from there you can go more in depth with learning other things and and go to specific in-depth resources and and kind of learn by doing but um as a a kind of all-in-one beginning get you set get you started get you building it's a it's a cool book and like i said if you're interested in it from a business sense as well it is called making a marketing so from markets as well anyway quick overview there here are a couple of crazy cool things i want to point out on Los Bernardo guitars rather than go on a whole rant about absolutely everything that he does like I say I'll cover that in a future episode uh, one of the first things I ever saw from one of his guitars was this crazy concept design neck an ergonomic concept neck you do get some really interesting design necks out there like the Strandberg one we've talked about some interesting neck profiles and there's a whole episode of this podcast on asymmetrical necks and how a lot of luthiers prefer certain asymmetries in their necks for quite a lot of reasons and how also bigger brands have put asymmetrical necks to quite a lot of use over the years and particularly at the moment but the freedom neck is not really like any of those particularly not just the asymmetrical ones um it's called the freedom neck because its design is based on the freedom tower in new york if you've seen that it's kind of this i guess like tetrahedral shape uh to the building uh very much a standout design very noticeable very interesting design and that tetrahedral shape is taken onto the back of the freedom neck so it's almost as if you've got the point of kind of a of a pyramid going into the palm of your hand and if you kind of hold your hand in a shape as if you're gripping an imaginary guitar neck you can also see how the point of that it's not completely pointed um it is curved at the end of the point but how that would kind of fit nicely into your hand possibly very different feel uh obviously (laughs) it goes without saying feels very different i'm sure they'll be take quite a long time to get used to not going to be for everyone but a completely unique design very cool how it got its influence from the world of architecture and uh famous buildings design but then how that also came into not just a concept if you're sitting there thinking yeah okay but come on that's just a concept thing does it actually improve the guitar in any way well then it was taken in the direction of then using that shape to work with it as an ergonomic shaping for a neck so it is intended it's not just a concept it's not just hey look this is based on that the freedom tower in, in 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 new york it was actually the idea was that the shape of that could be carved in a certain way to work really well with the natural shape of your hand and that even though it might get some take some getting used to from being used to normal guitar necks it could have a bunch of ergonomic benefits and could actually be more comfortable especially for some players so that's a really cool design gives you an idea of the design and um slightly art influence but definitely engineer and um engineer and design influence in the los bernardo work that is, is something that runs throughout a lot of it in terms of the aesthetics but also in terms of things that fit your body shape and ergonomics becoming very important that's done with a designer's eye um 
a mix of kind of engineer and artist in there and i think that's why it can appeal to people with those sensibilities but also why they can become incredibly unique looking instruments that are then interesting because they are not just interesting looking and you hang them on the wall they have practical features that are meaning that these guitars might look kind of artistic and fancy in many ways but they are definitely made to be played and to make music with and that's a really cool um i think approach to the guitars that doesn't become you know just like something you might see in a museum it it becomes something that really encourages you to play it and the freedom neck as kind of out there and weird as it is when you first look at it you know as as guitarists i feel like whenever we see something weird we're like ah kill it with fire we like immediately want to destroy it um you know I'm, i'm sure he has to display such guitars in glass or perspex bulletproof casing at nam shows or something in case people just immediately go up and start banging on it like let me destroy it because um, we have some sort of weird tribalist hatred of slightly differently shaped necks because we're all i don't know idiots i don't know what the right word is obsessive weirdos any of these take your pick um there's something wrong with all of us and apparently we'd probably get very angry at that um and everyone else would be like, it looks almost exactly the same. It's clearly just a guitar. And we'd be like, you're with them. You're with the triangle necks. You know, and that's and that's why a lot of us are alone. I mean, I'm doing this podcast on my own. Do you think that's just a coincidence? No. It, the, the two things are directly related. My loneliness and the fact I'm doing this podcast. There's a inextricable link between those two facts. But... Anyway, the Freedom Neck, very cool. It's out there. It's crazy. It's going to make us all angry and want to kill it with fire and tear down society because the neck is slightly differently shaped. But at the end of the day, it's also cool that it's not just conceptual and it's not just inspired by something out there in the world, um, but that it is also ergonomic and practical based in a way as well. Very cool. And this next feature I want to point out the other feature I want to point out is just to give you a flavor of cool things out there in the guitar world and also to give you a flavor of Los Bernardo guitars, which, like I say, I'll go in a deeper dive of in another episode, is also practical-based. It's about playing the guitar, but it's a cool, unique thing. We have seen guitars throughout time um, that have built-in effects and controls and kind of various built-in effects, some with kind of uh, various overdrive things in there, You've obviously got the kind of, is it the Chaos Pad or whatever the core thing on um, Matt Bellamy's guitars. He's got some interesting built-in effects. We've seen that throughout time with different guitars having built-in effects. And that's really cool. And it's something that Luthiers play around with interestingly as well. And they all have their own unique takes on it. Uh, One of the examples of this from Los Bernardo guitars is the, what, what is called the kind of salt and pepper it's called the salt and pepper <laughs> control, the salt and pepper rotary knob. And it's a five position rotary knob. Um, and you turn it through and so you have your five different positions. And what you get in your five different positions are different levels of overdrive. So when you have it on the first position, it's a true bypass. So it just takes the uh, takes the signal out, takes the, the rotary switch out, and you're completely, truly bypassing it. And then in the following four positions, you get a gradual introduction of more overdrive. So you get kind of like a a light overdrive that changes the character. And then you go to more distorted, more distorted, um, you know, up to a more heavier rock sound. And then at the end, the idea is you're getting basically a heavy rock or even metal sound as a direct output from the guitar. 
a really cool and interesting feature um you know there have been elements out there of you know overdrive circuits and overdrive things built into guitars but this is this luthier's own for very um kind of versatile i guess is the is what it's going for it's a very versatile approach to it and their own unique version of it definitely versatile the idea is it covers all the sounds a cool thing for live players to have but also studio players but also i just think as as anyone who's a guitar enthusiast just enjoying enjoying a bunch of different sounds in the one guitar without having to have a bunch of different uh pedals and other elements but also it's going to have unique sound you know these things never sound exactly like pedals they don't sound like an amp they always sound different and i think sometimes the disappointment in some like built-in effects um not just with guitars but sometimes things built into amps is that we go oh it doesn't sound like the pedal and i think sometimes it was wrong to have the expectation that it would sound like that i think sometimes it's not even trying to sound like that it's it's the idea is it brings another sound i mean what is the point of me building a whole new kind of rotary knob effect system when most people have overdrive pedals anyway they wouldn't be the idea of this is not to replace that and not to be an alternative to that because that doesn't really make sense it's more that this is a completely different approach to it that could enhance and pair well with what you already have in your setup. So it's cool to see the versatility of it for that reason, that you have all these different selections. And I do like the fact that having it on the first position completely bypasses it, which means you don't have to worry about it. If you love everything else about the guitar and you can take or leave the sounds from there, you don't have to have them in there. And that's why it's got the name, Salt and Pepper, is the idea is it's just, you know, at, at the end of every recipe, you see salt and pepper to taste. You don't have to add any. You can add a tiny bit if you have it on that second position. It just adds a very light kind of different character to the sound, um, almost just like pushing it a little so you can maybe get breakup sounds, a little bit of a um, lower volume. Um, you know, you've got a higher headroom amp and you can't push it so loud. Maybe you put this onto position two and you're pushing it just a little bit and getting some breakup and hitting a bit of a sweeter spot. Or you don't want any or you want to put it all in because you just... You know, you've melted your palate with Vindaloo's for 15 years and you need this. Um, I get, what would that metaphor be? I don't know. You've only listened to death metal for 15 years and now anything that doesn't have it on position five just sounds like a waste of time. I can't even remember what a clean signal is. Um, I assume it was something that Stone Age Man had before we had the beautiful invention of boss heavy metal pedals so anyway like i said sometimes i don't want to go on a deep dive with luthier i just want to talk about a couple of features to give you an idea of some cool stuff that's out there to inspire you to go look at some stuff and hopefully to inspire you to see what these guitar builders are doing either the specific ones that i'm talking about here or ones i've talked about in other episodes or ones that you might know about or have heard about or started to follow online or whatever it is i just hope it gives you an idea of the crazy array of stuff that's out there and uh you know we can be inundated with brands pushing the same sort of looking stuff at us over and over again and to be honest we don't mind because it's guitar so it's kind of cool but if you ever get a bit tired of it or you just want to see something new it doesn't matter if it's not something you personally want to buy you personally want to own i just think it's cool to realize that there is an insane amount of variation out there and we don't always hear about all of it, it doesn't always get to us the bigger platforms aren't always going to cover it. It's not always going to get sent to YouTubers. Sometimes it's people in small workshops 
with an interesting backstory with a huge amount of inspiration from all sorts of different things and places in the world, not just the world of music and guitar. And that leads to some really interesting, really creative, really ingenious things that are happening that kind of, like I say, don't get to us, don't get broadcast out that much. And I think it's just cool to hear about them. So there's a couple from Leo Los Bernardo guitars. Like I say, I will hope to talk more about these guitars in the future. But there's a couple of really cool features to give you a little flavor of the interesting stuff that's going on there and in the world of small builders. As always, final suggestion for the episode is music to go and check out. It's all about making music, listening to music, enjoying music. That's presumably why we're playing guitar and why we're into it. I've never met a guitar player that hates music, uh, you know, but internet's a weird place. I'm sure you can find, you can find someone who believes anything on the internet. I'm sure there's someone who's convince themselves they're learning guitar because they hate music and want to destroy it who knows that jury's still out that could be what Lil Wayne was trying to do when he had that guitar that one time we don't know um you know luckily he was wrestled to the ground and the guitar taken from him by um the guitar gatekeepers no that didn't happen he was allowed to play it We, we we respect freedom of playing um but you know you got to take the good with the bad and that does happen sometimes. We don't know if there was a conspiracy between Lil Wayne and Nick Jonas to try and destroy music. That could be that could be the example. That could be someone playing guitar because they hate music and want to kill it. But whilst, you know, I can't make that accusation because I haven't got all of my evidence in order. Um I can now only say that presumably everyone plays guitar because they like music. So that's what it comes back to. That's what inspires us. And as such, we always end with a track, an album, an artist, a performance, something to go check out, hopefully get inspired by. And even if it's not your taste, even if it's not your thing, there's guitar work there that hopefully inspires you to play guitar or you learn something from it. And today's track has a really long name, but I'm sure if you Google part of it, it will come up. So today's track is by the Prize Fighter Inferno. It's a track with really nice layering of acoustic guitars nice simply structured track um it's got a cool feel and vibe to it and i love the way that the uh kind of uh, there's several acoustic guitar parts that intertwine and layer and um there's some nice acoustic lead on it which i always love i love acoustic lead stuff from you know acoustic um like acoustic guitar dueling and dual guitars but it's acoustic i love that um i think it sounds great so this is by the prize fighter inferno and the song is called run gonna recall run the town wants you dead i know weird long song name but if you just google the prize fighter inferno and then run gunner it'll it'll come up type that in on youtube it'll come up uh spotify wherever you get your music um like i said love it nice acoustic stuff uh, I come back to this track pretty often. It's an old track now from a long time ago, like mid 2000s or something, but um, like 2006, I want to say. Oh, it's a long time ago anyway, but go and check it out. Cool acoustic guitar work on there and hopefully it inspires you to go and play a bunch of guitar yourself. So go and check that out. Listen to music you love, play a bunch of guitar, get inspired, check out some cool luthier guitars and all the crazy weird stuff they're doing, turning skyscrapers into necks and maybe making us all foam at the mouth with anger at something that's different how dare they um go check that out get angry about it um yell at your laptop you know it's healthy 
It's healthy. People say it's unhealthy. It's probably it. Yeah, it's healthy. You don't want to repress this stuff. You want to get it out. It's good to have a hobby which is mostly based around hatred and fear. Um, it's not. Don't do that. But go and have a good one. Check out some Luthier stuff. Check out the cool stuff that they're doing. And listen to a bunch of music. Play a bunch of music. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And I will catch you again tomorrow.